Welcome in Geekaholics, on today's show we'll do a Geekly Rewind about some loot box news, go over some streaming wars, Epic Digital Download Store, and Nintendo delays Metroid Prime. If you're short on time, we'll have timestamps in the doobly-doo, but we suggest listening to the whole show. Thanks. Welcome to the Gentleman Geek Podcast, with your hosts Peter and Andy. Follow us on Twitter at Gentleman underscore Geek. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome hey. into the Gentleman Geek Podcast. I am your host, Peter, and with me as always, Andy Hara. How are you doing today, sir? Pretty good. How about you? Pretty dang good. <laughs> so, uh, on today's show, we have some really great topics. Uh, we're going to be touching base on some loot box news, uh, some Netflix or streaming uh, prices increases and decreases, uh, some Metroid Prime news, and uh, also some digital download uh, services. There's going to be some wars starting. It's going to be a war episode. Good for the consumer, though. <laughs> it is good. But it's all actually a lot of our topics are going to be great for the consumer today. So let's get into it. Geekly Rewind. Geekly Rewind. All right. So our first topic is uh, some loot box news or touching base uh, on it again. We talked about it a few episodes ago. And uh, basically, what's happening is over in Europe. Uh, the government had started this kind of looking into it, which led to uh, USA um, Trade Secretary or Trade Department look into if this is a gambling problem or not for kids. And what they found, or rather what is happening, is we're starting to see a lot of uh, big-name developers or publishers kind of slowly pull back, it looks like. Yeah. Um, so news broke that Fortnite and FIFA have both removed or altered their loot boxes. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't generally play those type of games because, you know, just money grab, you know. Sure. Um, You know, randomly pay money for something that you don't know you're going to get. Yeah, that's gambling. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I think we came to that conclusion in the last episode, and it looks like some of these publishers uh are coming to the same thing because ea actually removed fifa points in belgium so any kind of recent sports game like maddens and stuff like that you could buy points or coins in game currency to buy starter packs like a, it looks like like a deck of cards you randomly get like one legendary guy and blah, blah 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 so they basically they just removed it um in europe and then fortnite uh they have already removed blind loot boxes so they're gonna have like x-ray llamas that's what they're called loot llamas come I guess that's where their care packages or whatever their their yeah, things come from. From llamas. From llamas. And they're going to have x-ray llamas, which will show the player exactly what they're kind of chancing on or gambling on. So we'll see We'll see what comes of that. I don't know. I mean, what happened to the days where you just bought a game and you played it, you know? Right. You played it. You got the in-game rewards should come from your gameplay, not from purchasing. Yeah, but from from grinding experience and getting rewarded for your time put in, rather than paying um, a small fee to you know get that instant gratification. One hundred percent. That you know you may or may not wind up getting. Right. I completely agree with that. And we're gonna see. I think a lot more of this. Uh, something that happens in Europe. I think we're. In the states are probably going to watch that yeah and what will happen is it'll just kind of be cascading and you're going to see a lot of people just either getting rid of them all together because the hassle 
or modifying it like uh, Fortnite's attempting to do. They're all just trying to avoid probably big fines. Fines and getting sued is probably what I would think. Um, 100%, yeah. They don't want to... They're encouraging minors to gamble, and that's yeah. a that's kind of a no-no. <laughs> what was that story you just were talking about before we uh, came to the show? The kid with the, the debit card? On oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Yeah, the news story about um, the kid that was um, playing... Xbox. The Xbox. It was on Xbox, and he, he racked up thirteen grand <laughs> in um, in fees. Yeah, uh, in, in on in-game purchases. Nice. But um, you know, I think maybe if uh, his parents had kind of you know not left their credit card on the the Xbox Live account, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you had a good tip on that. Just put a dead card on. Yeah. That's what I do. That's it's smart. I don't trust you know, my kids have uh started they they know how to navigate my Xbox and get onto Netflix and Amazon Prime. Yeah. And if you think for one minute I trust them not buying something, nope, don't no trust at all. Uh, well it's it's not even like they would purposely try to do it. No, it's just they accidentally they, click on something. Exactly. They find something that they like, they like the picture of it, whatever they like yep. the cartoon nope, show or I'm like not, that. And I am not taking any chances. Sixty dollars into a game or you know, even more than that. So three games. <laughs> yeah. No, no, thank you. Yeah. So that was the news that broke from that. We'll see what happens in the States. Um, so let's get into the news and notes. News and notes from everything geek. All righty. So uh, we got some news coming out from uh, two uh, really big streaming services, both Netflix and Hulu. and. Uh, the basics of it are is Netflix is increasing their price. Yep. And Hulu is Dropping. decreasing their price. So, I mean. Yeah, well, Hulu's basic basic service is dropping a price. Correct. Um, their commercial free is also dropping. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I well, didn't uh, know that. We'll go over just so everyone, if you, if you don't have these services, well, I don't know why you've been watching YouTube because you probably already <laughs> have it. But. Um, the non-HD version of Netflix is going from $7.99 to $8.99. And then the uh, higher level tier, the two HD streams, is uh, or was $10.99. It's going up to $12.99. And I think the worst one here, and I want to talk about this one a little bit, is their third tier, the 4K, the Ultra HD version, is or was $13.99. It's going up to $15.99. There are a lot of people myself included, who went out and specifically bought a 4K television to stream Netflix, and we then enrolled in the higher tier program, so you, so you got and now bamboozled. we're stuck. We're stuck. Well, we're- you, um, I don't really, I wouldn't say you're stuck. I mean, myself personally, I, I don't, um, I still have the basic package, and I've got a 4K TV, and well, I'm sure it comes through fine. I mean, yeah. it's HD is HD, but there's something about the color grading yeah, and the pixelation. It is, and yeah, like it is a little different, but it's different, and it looks good, especially on their um, <laughs> their proprietary shows. It's still cheaper. Netflix than, original, it's still right. cheaper than cable in the long run. But oh, sure, yeah. Um, I don't think that the um, I don't know, I'm, I'm just surprised with with the um, price increases. You know. Mm-hmm. You kind of figured. Well, they just did one what, last <clears throat> fall. Yeah, right. That was when they jumped from nine ninety nine to ten ninety nine and all that stuff. But yep. 
it's it's a little aggravating because they kind of know that they got you by the, you know, and like in my situation and probably other people in their situations, they went out and bought specific TVs just to have it. And now they're locked into it. Yeah. You know, and on uh, as a comparison, Hulu is their entry level with commercials is going from uh, seven ninety nine uh, down. I believe it's a dollar less. It should be going down. And then a commercial free one's going from twelve ninety nine to eleven ninety nine. That right there, I mean that that's HD Hulu, everything included, and it's going down. It's going to be four dollars less. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's I think it's reasonable. That's um, I think they're probably looking to capitalize, yeah. and, oh, and not just that, but I know like over Christmas time they were doing a promotion of. Something it was something crazy. It was like I want to say sixty dollars for the year. Some really, yeah. It was some. I kind of regret not jumping on it. it. Was it was a really cheap price? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. I didn't include the live television one in the Hulu package because I don't think that really compares to Netflix. But this means a lot, I think, for cord cutters. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's forty eight dollars a year savings, and that's what people are cutting. You know mobile phones over or cutting lines and things like that or jumping to carrier to carrier just because there's yeah. different options out there. But I think this isn't the best move for Netflix, especially losing all of Disney. I mean, what are they bringing? I understand they got really good original shows. They're winning awards and everything like that. But at some point, who cares? Yeah. I don't I'm want to kind of curious to, to know what they're going to do once all of their, um, you know, Marvel and Disney based shows are gone because I mean that's <laughs> really the meat and potatoes of what I like to watch on there. Yep. So Yep. Um And that that's begs another question. What does this mean for Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. Is Netflix trying to get to the top of the tier just to lower it once Disney comes out? They're like guesstimating like, well, Disney will probably be this, so we're gonna go jack it up for now. Well, and then once Disney releases, we'll do the special promotion. Probably trying it. to um Probably trying to, to 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 close the gap on the on the money game right now. Mm-hmm. Um, not really thinking of the long term benefits of just keeping your prices way high, keep your customers. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, time will tell for sure. But I think this is a telling sign of. I think Netflix might be out overreaching. Now, it's not like this is going to break anybody if you're already at the 4K level. It's not going to break me and my family, but it's just something now we're considering. Where before we were comfortable where we were where we were at. Yeah, I mean, anytime you you have a feeling where you're you're kind of getting ahead, you're always going to get sucker punched by <laughs> by a bell. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you That's... know, it's just how it always goes. Mhm. 100%. So with that, we'll we'll leave it there. We'll throw it out to you guys too. What do you guys think about the, the price increases? You know, hit us up uh, at gentleman underscore geek on Twitter and let us know what you think. Um, and we'll move on to our next topic now. It is uh, Epic Studios, uh, the ones who uh, make Fortnite. They're coming out with their own digital dis- distribution uh, game store. Uh, they're competing directly with Steam which is a giant of that. Yep. It's been for many, many years. Um, the biggest thing that came out of it uh, was the amount of money that 
developers and publishers are going to be making out of Epic Store versus Steam. So as it currently stands, Steam uh, only, or Steam, I'm sorry, Steam takes 30% of sales, leaving 70% for the developers. Whereas Epic came in and they said, you know what, we're only going to take 12% and the developers get 88%. Ooh. Yeah. Guess who's jumping ship? And they are. So one of the biggest, not biggest, sorry, one of a, a AAA game, I should say, that is already going exclusive over there is Tom Clancy's Division 2. Now, the Division 1 kind of met with some mixed reviews. Uh, it was on the same level as Destiny, meaning like it's a yeah. kind of a light MMO type thing. It's, you know, like with this kind of RPG style, but it's a first-person shooter. Or was it a third-person shooter? I didn't play much of it. Mm. I can't remember now. Might have been third-person. I'll look at it. But it was it is a AAA game. Division 2 has high hopes that they can make it better, kind of how Destiny kind of progressed and got better. Yep. Um, so there's that, then there's Metro Exodus and there was a quote from the, what's that guy's name? Owner or some big wig at steam crying, basically saying it's not fair to our customers that you're making Metro Exodus exclusive on Epic. Uh, hate to break it to you, pal, but exclusivity has been out for (laughs) years you ever, you ever see Super Mario Brothers on Sony PlayStation? Right, exactly. Hello. Not to mention um, the fact that, you know what? If you don't like it, fix your crap. Yeah. Give more money to the developers that they want to stay. Uh, and I'm I mean, expecting to see that. You, you've you never played uh, Halo on PlayStation. You, right. You've never played Crash Bandicoot. Well, actually, I, well, I take that back. Crash Bandicoot is on Xbox now. but Yes. But it was a PlayStation exclusive at, at launch. And the biggest thing is, like, if you're going to gripe about that, like, you can fix that easily. You already have a huge foothold. You have all these connections with other developers throughout the years. Just give them more money. I bet if they bumped it somewhere around, around the range of, like, instead of 30, for the, I can't believe no one else has come and competed with them with 30% um, taken. If they do it to, like, 15. Yeah, but they would, they, for the longest time, they were the only horse. Yeah. Well, you had Horse, the you know, EA Access the game in, and all game that in town. Stuff, or yeah. Origins, EA Origins, which is a crap digital download platform because it was just EA titles only. And I, I mean, for, to me, I, I just I wouldn't subscribe to it because um, I'm not huge on digital downloads. You know, I I, I liked it when they had you know the arcade mm-hmm. for for Xbox yep. 360 yep. um that, Xbox arcade you know that that was cool i actually missed that yep i, I kind of wish that they would bring that back and have that separate section um of just like arcade old school titles sure. separated from everything else like they used to do it um but i i like physical copies i just it kind of um Gives me the opportunity to, to scratch that itch, you know, of, <laughs> sure. of collecting. Right. And that's the thing. Getting into digital downloads a little bit, there's been a lot of freaking out on the internet about games being pulled from yep. things. Which, I mean, that's it's, the other reason why I don't. Right. But here, like, okay, so the Wii Shop is different. They completely yep. shut down the store. You cannot get yeah, them. That's totally You had different. to have downloaded it and put it on a SD card and everything like that. Here's my thing. 
um, a Lego game, uh, Lego Hobbit, and Lego Lord of the Rings were taken down from yep. stores. I went, I owned the Hobbit because it was like free download a couple yeah. months ago on whatever. You can still download it. It's They took it off to purchase anymore. Yeah. It's but still, it's still available to download if you purchased it. Yeah, you, you can delete it and re-download right. it at your, at your leisure. Right, and same with Epic. Uh, again, going back to Epic, they pulled all of their games off the iOS marketplace, mm-hmm. um, the App Store. And once again, I confirmed it was uh, with a big YouTuber, uh, Epovox. Um, he had mentioned he was going on a, a little bit of a discussion on Twitter, uh, angry about not wanting to do digital download anymore. You shouldn't do it because you can't download. You know, they're, they're pulling games away from people who own them, but they're not. It's st- even though they pull well, all the think, games, it's just a pull think, to purchase it. I think eventually it's going to come to that, and they they're going to start doing that, possibly. But the thing about it is, too, is that, like, okay, so, and his complaint was he never downloaded it because he never owned an Apple device, but he was, he may have gotten one to download the whole, you know, Infinity Blade is a game. Yeah. That's what it's called. But what's the difference if GameStop shuts down and now you're complaining that a physical copy of a game you can't obtain it anymore because GameStop closed down? Yeah, but there's always. Too bad, so sad, get on it. Yeah, but there's always going to be sources to get. To get physical copies. Oh, okay. Okay. So Epic shuts down. They won't, but they're huge. But say a developer shuts down and they're not producing a type of game anymore and they're super rare and you'll never be able to get it again. Yep. It's the same situation. Like you got to jump on it. If you wanted that, you should have bought it at the time. Yeah. Don't I, cry about it now just because that store is shut down. But y- yeah, I get I get what you're saying. Right. And Epovox wasn't crying i'm saying the community there's a lot of people out there who are having a really tough time with this but it's no different than going out and trying to find original nes cartridges sure that you you, there just because um nintendo doesn't support the platform anymore doesn't mean that it's not out there you can't still get it digital Mm -hmm. once they pull the plug that's it okay that, that that's the way I see it. I I think that that that's what they want to do because I've always felt like um, when you buy a game digitally, um, I always felt like that that could have been the case. Sure, because there were you know back when the three hundred and sixty when they started to unveil that you could download digitally and get the arcade titles, mm-hmm. there were a few instances where you know. I downloaded a few games and then deleted it, and then they took it off the marketplace, and yep. that was it. You couldn't get it anymore. Right. <clears throat> and that's the thing. Like, if you don't buy it when you think you wanted it, you should just buy it and just – you'll always own that digital license to re-download it. That's just, that's just my point. I mean, with the Wii Shop, it's different because they're completely shutting down. Yeah, and well, that's, that that's like when they shut down the, the Xbox servers for the original Xbox. It's, I mean, true. It's, true. That that's not removing mm-hmm. digital content. That's shutting down a service. Okay. So I'm pro digital download. <clears throat> I love digital download. I think it's huge savings. We haven't quite seen that whole comment of once you go digital download, everything's going to get cheaper. That has not happened. No, it's um, it's not because because think about it. All right, you're still paying the same price yep. as a physical copy. All right, great. You're not cluttering your house, right. but. You're not getting physical media. You're getting mm-hmm. um, 
You're just getting a digital. You're just license getting the digital license, right. and and to me, you should be getting a discount because you're not. They they the are making money for the paper. They you're are making the money disc. hand over fist on digital content. Well, they do they do have to spend money on digital server space, right, to store the games. Yes, I understand that, that, but they're not paying for distribution. A, they are not paying for distribution of physical copies. or manufacturing of physical copies. Well. I'm going to break this news right now. <clears throat> Epic uh, is actually releasing uh, Metro Exodus as an exclusive. However, they're doing it $10 less than what physical copies or Steam was doing hmm. that. So this might be a turning tide. <clears throat> they're, well, they're paying, they're giving more money back to the developers and they're discounting the game right off the bat. 50 well, bucks. You know what? It's about time. Yeah. I think I, I am happy about the competition. I love markets that have competition because there's no monopoly there's people competing against each other we might see steam start putting out new releases 10 15 cheaper and that's like you said that's how it should be they're saving a little bit of money by not having to produce a physical copy and we should get some kind of benefit the consumer should get some kind of benefit back as well now you know the other day i was watching um and i can't remember the name of the documentary but i was watching a documentary on a uh studio that was um, putting out limited runs of digital-only uh, downloads mm -hmm. on disc mm. for, for PlayStation. It, it was actually, um, it was actually really interesting to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. You know, they they would only put out like like three thousand or so copies. Really, and they would selling out. Within 24 hours, <laughs> you know, um, and some of the bigger titles that they did like 5,000 copies, you know, it would take them up to 48 hours. But I mean, <laughs> to, to be able to, to sell out games like that, that were originally, you know, digital yeah. only. Right. So there's a, there's still a demand for physical copies. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I definitely think so. And, oh, and, this, and this studio proved it. Right. Well, with news, you know, the next E3, there's rumors um, that Xbox is going to be coming out with a digital-only console, the diskless system, uh, all cloud-based kind of stuff, yada, yada, yada. You know, I, I'm ready to embrace that future. I'm not. There you go. So. I, I'm not. I, I mean. you, And that's fine. That's You can have the differences, but let us know what you guys think. Um, do you guys go digital? Do you do both? You I, still go physical. I mean, I I do both. Yeah. And, well, the, and, the family share is the biggest thing. Well, why we the do family it. share is why we do it. But <laughs> yeah. but um, you know, it's just it it's been the way that yeah. I've known it since I was a kid. Sure. You know, I pay I pony up my sixty dollars mm -hmm. and I get you get a physical copy. I get, you get, to keep I get something that I get to keep no matter what. You know. And, and that's a really uh, great example because I do miss cover art. I do miss, um, you know, pamphlets. Uh, there was some that came with beautiful artwork. You yes. Know? Any Square and, and Enix I, game, really. Every Square Enix right. game. It's beautiful. Um, and and that, that that is part of what I miss about um, old school stuff. Yeah. Getting, um, getting the game, having the, the manual in it. And being able to flip through a book mm -hmm. uh, to that had the tutorial in it, and, yep. and, and you know that's what, but for me, you know, growing up, that that's what really made 
uh, playing video games interesting was yeah, was that's true that's true yeah was the um the the great ways that they they would um you know show just you right? show you in right. in the manual right. I remember oh. Prince of Persia because Prince of Persia for <clears throat> PS2 had a whole bunch of different controls so the manual was essential like you had to hold like L whatever or left stick something blah blah blah. There's a lot of different controls. So, yeah, you're right. And I remember going through games and, like, having it open and, like, creasing it and folding it and, like, oh, okay, that's how I do that. I remember blah, blah, blah. Now there's in-game menus and things like that. But Yeah, but... Or wikis or something like that, you know? I mean, it just... Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I still have a lot of the, the game manuals that came with the games. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, that's what makes the collected item as well, too, because when you go to conventions and stuff like that you'll see that the higher valued ones are complete in box. Yes. Right? Yes. So. Like the copy of uh, <laughs> Ogre Battle that I, yeah, buddy. Um, that I picked up uh, over over yeah. the summer last year. I told you that I played that on... Uh, I played that, right? Okay. It was fun. It's I, I liked game. that. that was, I had never played it before, but it was a fun... I haven't played all the way through it, but the parts that I did play, it was a lot of fun. Um, that That's one of Square Enix's uh, early... Gold. Early, early uh, RPG games that came out after um, after they started with the Final Fantasy series. And um, uh, even like Final Fantasy Tactics is um, kind of based off of that game. Oh okay. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah, because they they got the civilization kind of thing where you're hovering above the map and you're kind of yep. building roads and civilization and it's it's tactical. I I get it. It's a good game. Um, you know, I mean, it it's very time consuming and <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's but, like a lot of time with that thing, but it's fun as hell. But uh, there's tons of different characters in it, and yeah. um, I was very happy to to score that copy of it. Huh. Maybe we'll have to do like a let's play or something like that. Capture a little footage of it. That'd be cool. That'd be a lot of fun. I mean, I I I still have um, still have my copy that that uh, my best friend gave me before he moved to California for PlayStation. Oh, they re- they made it for PlayStation. Oh yeah, it was on PlayStation oh, also. Cool, awesome. Yeah, terrific. Um, so with that, did you have anything else to uh, add on the, the topic? No, no, no. I think that's. Pretty okay. much about it. So our uh, last topic that we're going to talk about today is uh, there was an announcement by Nintendo that they are going to be uh, delaying their words. Yeah, delaying. Uh, <laughs> rebuilding. Uh, Metroid Re- Prime Restarting. 4. Yeah, restarting. From right scratch. back from square one. So uh, there was a quote, and I believe it was <clears throat> uh, Shinye Takaji. Takaja. <laughs> I'll work on that. You, you butchered that name. Yeah, or it was Miyamoto. I forgot. But either way, they said that a delayed game is eventually good, but a rush game is forever bad. Yep. And that could not be any more accurate. Oh, it's it's 100% the truth. I, I really hope the game industry looks at this and says, oh, oh, that's right. We should actually put out quality games versus just rushing games out. And then putting a patch out. <laughs> multiple, Six, multiple, patches. multiple, like Fallout, but that's 30, 30 gig patches and sixty Ugh. gig patches. <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> My heart breaks for Bethesda Studios and the work, the team that must have put a lot of work into they're, Fallout. And the thing is, rushed. they're um, they put out Fallout seventy six yep. a year too soon. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely. Not enough testing. Um, not, I mean, they may have tested enough and knew about the issues, but they still put it out and they shouldn't have. But anyway, getting back to Metroid Prime, let's, let's yep. stay on, on the rails for a second. Um, the reason uh, that appears, uh, now this was uh, reported on, not exactly confirmed, so it's still a theory, because Nintendo did come out straight-faced, told us that there's going to be a delay, which I don't remember a time where they've actually done something like that. Do you? Where they kind of um, came out and said it? They didn't say it night... All right, let me rephrase they did. That. They did with... Um, well, I mean... They, they basically came out this time and said we weren't happy with the product, like specifically calling out the developer, which is Bandai yep. saying we weren't happy with what they were doing. So we pulled it back in house um, before they would say like things like, Oh, you know, we're not there yet. We're going to hold it back for bullet. They didn't give a specific reason. Yeah. This time it was. Yeah, specific. I, I mean, I, I can remember back in the day waiting for super Mario brothers two to come out mm -hmm. And waited forever. But did they kill the developers for it? Probably not. I mean, it's probably hard to remember that at this point. But Well, I mean, Super Mario Brothers 2 was just a different game with a facelift. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't meant to be a Super Mario Brothers game. Ah, uh, okay. Well, so. the basic news is that they're starting from scratch, um, which is a year and a half into it. Yeah, right, about, about that. So they're starting to scratch. They're pulling it back in-house. So Bandai, I guess, apparently spread the projects across multiple studios. And they were just not happy with the product. So they're pulling it back in. And they're going back to Retro Studios, which is, if you don't know, they were the ones who did the original Prime series. So we got a few copies of those here for GameCube. There was also one that came out for the Wii. I don't own that one because I didn't have it on the Wii. I didn't have the Wii for very long. I wasn't a part of the cool kids. Uh, but basically, we'll put those there and uh, try this out. Oh, right there. You guys can see them if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, they're pretty cover uh, pretty covers. Um, the first one's pretty basic. The second one's nice. It's all hologrammy. So... Um, Right, so Retro, what they ended up doing, and I'm not sure if this was called upon them or not, but what they ended up doing was they made a demo of the game, and uh, Nintendo liked it. What I don't understand is why they didn't just go with that developer to begin with. Right, why not go back to the original? That's the biggest question. I mean, they, they did how many? Three games? Yep. Why wouldn't you just stick with what you know? Exactly, and then it really makes you think, like, were they just asking? It's an in, retro is an in-house Nintendo studio. They work directly and only with Nintendo. Um, they've done Donkey Kong series and stuff like that. So it also begs the question: Why did Nintendo outsource this one? Maybe time constraints. Maybe well, Bandai uh, Namco, I believe, was the one who did Smash. I'll have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure they're working on Smash. So why would you extend? Why would you stress out a team? When they're doing one big release, yeah. and then now they're maybe maybe they were con contractually obligated. Who yeah, knows? Put out so many first priority games or whatever. Yeah, but Nintendo has been nailing it with their last couple of releases. Oh yeah, like absolutely hitting it out of the park. And for them to do this, it makes me extremely happy. The community also seems extremely happy about it too. Yeah, um, I mean they they know 
They, I think it's because they, they pretty much know what they're going to get. Right. And it, But you're right. That was actually a great question. Why didn't they just go with retro? I it's mean, just that, a weird... that, that's to me, that's that's kind of no brainer. Yeah. They've already done three games for you and, and they were all hits. Right. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I never really, I, I, I mean, I don't f- know firsthand because I, I never played uh, any of any of them to be honest with you because I I didn't have a GameCube when it came out. Yeah, that was that was a really weird system when I got it because there weren't a lot of great games when I got it. Um, it was Mario Sunshine and a few other ones, but it, it was a weird system to get. I think everyone had PlayStation back then. Yeah, and I was the only one to get GameCube, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> Oh, I, I Crazy mean, Taxi was a fun game, but yeah. that's the only game I had, really. Yeah, but you could get that on every other system, couldn't you? Uh, Mario Sunshine, no, definitely not. No, but, but Crazy Taxi. Probably, yes. Um, I'll say yes to that. I mean, I, I didn't get my first GameCube until a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. so. No. Um, yeah. So, it, I think this is a great lesson, like I already said, for the industry to start looking back at like, you know what, maybe we should put out a good product. I mean, we've talked about this multiple times in the podcast. Yeah. We want quality. We love games. We love to play games, but crap games just aren't good. And this being a major first party title, I'm super happy that they pulled it back um, before just putting out garbage. Um, so. uh, I mean, even going back to Back in the day, I mean, you could go to the store, you could rent a game. I mean, I'd love yeah. to see stuff like that where you can go and rent a physical copy of a game. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever see that again. No, probably not. We'll because... see a we'll see a digital rental before we see that. Well, we, we already we talked about that earlier. There's right. somebody already doing it. Isn't isn't that going to be a rental type, or is it going to be what's that on Epic? Yeah, no, those are that's a store. Like that's they're, a store. They're buying okay. it just like on Steam. They're buying it. Yeah, you buy those games full out. Um, there's demos and stuff like that, but no, you buy those games full out on those things. Well, I mean, you can, you can still rent games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oh, Redbox. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Red, Redbox uh, still Gamefly does Gamefly or whatever. Yeah, Gamefly. Up with. Yeah, you can. It's just. I know. I, I I personally miss the days of and and Walking kids to a blockbuster. Yes, kids today don't know the struggle of going to the game to, to, to blockbuster and that was go, frustrating. Wanting to go rent a game and having to put your name on a waiting list yep. to rent a game. Yep. They don't know well, the struggle of going every Friday night. Yeah. Well, here's a super tip for you: check out your local library. Uh. Yep. Actually, yep. uh, because they will have, or some have, <clears throat> if you're in a more be a more affluent area, they might have a whole library of games that you've never played before that are totally free to rent out. Um, that you can take. Yeah, they they do movies also. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, movies too. Yep. Yep. Digital but, media. Yep. But yeah, no, check out your library for <laughs> game rentals because they still have them. So I know they're out there, but um. Yeah, so great news that they're pulling it. I'm really happy about that. There's actually other news about uh, Nintendo delaying um, Mario Kart on the mobile, uh, mobile Mario Kart. I think it's due out. It was due out soon, but they pushed it back to either mid or late summer. Uh, so that's also something else that Nintendo's looking at. So another quality check. But hey, those are good. Yep. We want good games. I don't want to buy a half butt game and 
have to deal with junk yep forever so uh joe anything else dad no i mean it that's pretty pretty much does it all right all right yeah so uh again guys check us out on youtube if you're listening to the podcasts and you want a visual um other than that thanks for watching thanks for listening thanks for your this has been a gentleman geek production follow us on twitter at gentleman underscore geek or visit our WordPress website at www.gentlemangeekpodcast.wordpress.com. Thank you for listening.